Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. There's Cam. What's up, bud? What's going on, man? How's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad. There's there the he is. What there up? he is. Look at that. How we doing? Fresh trim. Man, the myth, the legend. Cam. <laughs> Coming at you. Oh, looking good, guys. Lova, got that fresh, fresh buzz going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How often do you do that? Um, like every two weeks. Yeah? You do it yourself? I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm skilled <laughs> like that. Um, no, just I shave it, shave the face, and then like a week later, I'll just shave the face. Right. And rock the hat. Yeah. Got to mix it up, man. Yeah. Got it yeah. down to a science. I love it. Yeah. So that way, like, I can appear like I always have a shaved head. Right. But sometimes just the, the hat's covering the 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 black and gray peach fuzz that I have for hair. <laughs> Cam's got a fresh cut, too. You do it yourself during this pandemic, Cam? What What's going on? Give us no, your hair. No, I go to a <laughs> Give us hair your hair cuttery. routine. <laughs> One of the finest, the hair cuttery. Actually, it's funny. You're, I'm starting to see the march from my scalp, so I'm actually treating myself for, like, hair regeneration and whatever so i don't like lose it by i'm 35 right so. now do you do you gentlemen go to a barber or a stylist i know brett's a stylist guy <laughs> i just go to a hair cuttery discount a, a hair cuttery is that like a butcher it must be an east coast chain yeah uh, no no free plugs on this show come on cam <laughs> Hopefully you get a free cut from that one. Yeah. No, I used to go to uh, Floyd's Barbershop, you know, just like it's a chain, right? Like, a, so I guess it's a barber. But then uh, the lady that was kind of became the person who I always went to, she moved to another spot. And so now I followed her over there. So, uh, yeah, you, yeah well, you can't just let her go. Yeah, no. And actually, I think she has her barber's license, too, because she said she can do shaves and stuff. So I guess technically that is a barber. Right? Barber's license? Yeah. Barber. And you've got a hat on. I can't even see the evidence right now. Oh, what the man. hell? It's because it's gotten too long. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's going crazy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, too long. But also, I'm rocking the hat because it's my Seattle Kraken, you know? I'm already, of course. I'm already a fan, baby. Yeah. What? Okay. I mean, I should know, but is, it, is that like this year or next year? Next hockey season. So they're, they just started playing hockey. So it's not this season, obviously. So it'll be next. God, it's so long. Yeah. Uh, the expansion draft, I think, is in like June or July, though. So, something to like just tease you with, get you excited about. Yeah, two or three months away. Then see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited, guys. Great to have. You yeah, here. let's do it. Let's do the show here. Let's get this crowd going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three, one, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks! I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's gonna throw down the. It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for joining. I'm lifelong Seahawk fan and new Kraken fan, Brett Davern. And he is Seahawks legend, Lofa Tatupu. 
Ready to do the show? Yeah, and we got a special guest, That's don't we? That's right. Joining us on this episode, Cam Rogers, host of uh, Believe Podcast, host of the Tiger Woods Believe Podcast. Uh, he's he's one of the big bosses at Believe as well, so mind your manners, Lofa. Oh, I, that's the man. That I, like I said, when he came on, I said the legend. You know, yeah. so um, he, he's the one that's hooked hooked up the Seahawks podcast with all the interviews throughout the season. This is my guy, man. Yeah, it's, it's the goat. Thanks for joining us, Cam. Uh, don't forget the Seahawks podcast, everybody, brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. You got wagers to make online? BetOnline.ag is the place to do it. Like I said, hockey season's going on. The NBA's going on. Um, MMA fights all the time. They got their 24-7 online casino, which never closes at BetOnline.ag. Use our promo code... Believe, spelled B-L-E-A-V. For all the welcome bonuses when you sign up at betonline.ag. Lots to discuss, gentlemen, with our Seahawks and, of course, with Tiger Woods. We'll get to that in a second. Let's kick it off with our Seahawks first, though. You know, big, big news, lots of big drama, lots of news coming out of the franchise. Let's kick it off with the biggest news, perhaps. They re-signed Alex Collins. (laughs) <laughs> let's go let's go of course I'm, huge groundbreaking <laughs> of course i'm joking that's not the biggest news but hey they did and, that is and, the me know, i love that kid. yeah lofa and i like alex collins so that's big news for us yeah man no I, i'm telling you he's he's gonna get more opportunities and i'm telling you he's gonna he's gonna he could get the thousand yards like he he did in baltimore or what 900 yeah. in 10 games he's that talented what does it mean for chris carson though and what's going on with him and you know there's a lot of question marks as to whether he'll be resigned or not does this mean anything in in terms of that no i mean this is just you know a, a safety valve or you know um you know just the uh we don't want to lose Chris. They're going to try to work something out, but this is the you know the plan B, the backup plan in case uh, something doesn't happen with Chris. Cam, jump in here. Chris Carson, uh, Seahawks. Should they be spending money on him, or should they save that and go after Shaq Griffin, or spend that money elsewhere? I've always been of the thought that you save money in terms of running backs. I think you can filter them in and out. Alex Collins was fantastic with the Ravens. You guys don't know this. I don't know, but I'm a Ravens fan. So I remember watching him and he was a hammerhead with us. And it was sad to see him go. I know there is that sort of sentiment that, oh my God, Chris Carson could be this bell cow back. And maybe he could. Uh, He's a great fantasy football asset, but (laughs) if he's calling for a lot of money, you know, hello, there's Alex Collins right there. And clearly the Seahawks trust him. So, honestly, if you want to spend money, go ahead, Shaq Barrett. Or how about that offensive line? Just ask Russell Wilson. Am I right? Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, okay. That's, took, it, that's, took it there. That's wow. coming up next. That's coming up next because, obviously, <laughs> this is the biggest story facing our franchise right now. Um, a lot has happened since the last Seahawks podcast here. Lofa, I mean, we were laughing with each other. It seemed like... Even even saying that Russell Wilson might leave Seattle seemed just like a joke only a couple weeks ago. I mean, is it getting more real as the weeks go on here? What's happening over there? Yeah, I'm not going to hit the panic button, but, you know, I'm not feeling awesome right now when my man comes out, doesn't ask for a trade, but, oh, here's four teams. If you, if you want to trade me, I don't want to trade, but if you're going to trade me, send me to these four locations. Yeah, That's that's cause for alarm, you know, especially 
with the uh, the Seahawks faithful. So that that was concerning to me. So it it broke you out of your meh coma that you're usually in. You're no oh. longer meh about this story. You're actually getting a little concerned. Yeah, you know the concern is medium. <laughs> it's a medium right now. Cam, what do but, you think? Uh, Russell Wilson on the Seahawks when everything's all said and done and the season kicks off, or you think he's wearing a different uniform this season I'm talking about? He, yeah, he's going to stay on Seattle. And I think this is sort of like a subplot to Deshaun Watson right now. Like, I feel like Deshaun is stealing all the headlines about, oh my God, I want to get out of here. And Russell is sort of just kind of like, out there and like nobody really believes in it lofa i remember promoting your previous show here and your quote was something along the lines of it's not going to happen so i, I think i that, guaranteed it I, yeah yeah okay good yeah, no, i just think it's a really bizarre situation because i almost wonder if it's like this whole tom brady bill belichick thing where bill belichick was just rubbing tom brady the wrong way and is this happening with Pete Carroll and Russell now? Like, is Russell not really enjoying Pete Carroll as, like, the CEO of the Seahawks? Because that was the situation with Bill and Brady. Mm-hmm. Even though they won, right, it still was going on behind the scenes. So you have to wonder about that. Yeah, it's starting to feel like maybe this team isn't big enough for the both of us sort of a situation. Mm-hmm. And push is going to come to shove. And, you know, I don't I mean, Lofa, you could, you could speak to this. You were on the coaching staff with Pete as the head coach and all of that kind of stuff. I mean – is this sort of like a Pete versus Russell thing? Is that what's going on here? And who's going to win out? I don't think it's a power struggle. I okay. don't think, it, you know, um, maybe maybe Russ is just thinking grass is green on their side. And, and he's thinking about, okay, you know, not that Seattle's window is closed for Super Bowl, but, you know, maybe if I go to the Bears or something, because I saw that as a, a team that was leaked out. Or if I go to New Orleans, you know, um, maybe he thinks that, you know, he could, he could do a little better. I don't know. Is he, um, is he putting his own legacy ahead of the Seahawks legacy? So to me, that's what I was kind of wondering, is that what's going on here? Uh, because I don't think for everything I know about Russ and Everton and Pete, I don't, I guarantee you they still get along fine. Um, it's not, it's not like, you know, Hey, you know, this is my team. One of those things uh-huh. that I think maybe Belichick and Brady went through. Right. Um, but it is, uh, like I said, it's concerning, and I just, I don't know what's going to happen, man. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm nervous. And, and the thing is, too, is you know, like I'm hard on Russell Wilson. I was hard on him this season, and I'm, I'm going to continue to be hard on him. We're hardest on the ones that we love the most. Okay, it's not that I don't <laughs> like him or, or anything like that, but we, we all have to admit. I mean, sometimes it just visually looks like. Some of these sacks and some of the, the hits that he takes is on him. And some of the plays that don't go well at the end are on him. At least that's how it looks to the average fan. And that's what I am, you know? And so I've been hard on him. But now that push is coming to shove and he might be leaving, I'm scared to death. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know where I find myself. Careful what you wish for, man. You want to see him get rid of the ball quicker? He might do it in a different uniform. Oh, uh, oh, well, Let's I, face it, though, guys. I mean, ahead, we're talking yeah. about a Seahawks organization that has done him no favors in terms of an offensive line. I mean, Dwayne Brown has been the best offensive line for this team for the last eight years or so. I'll throw you some numbers. Pro Football Focus ranked the Seahawks 16th in pass protection, which was the best of Russell Wilson's era, right? So that was just middle of the pack. So the poor guy has been like 
beaten and battered for years. I mean, yeah. frustration is going to happen, right? Yeah. I'm going to play devil's advocate Go though. What was there any other stats in there? Like, um, so does, does, um, you know, duration of play or, or long, how long he holds the ball. Does that play into that? Protection? Uh, that's a great question. I did not go that deep. Okay. <laughs> that's a fair question. Well, I was going to zone ask, in on that sometime later. I was going to sort of ask like Russell, just in his style of play and his athletic ability, sort of makes this problem for himself a little bit because he is able to escape so often, especially early in his career. So maybe the front office and Pete and whatever felt like they don't need to really spend the money that much because he can run around like shades of Fran Tarkington or whatever and, and make the play down the field. Yeah, I mean, it really look at look at the team and like the way they built the roster back when when we were going to the Super Bowl, you know, or or NFC title game two or three times in a row. Um, it was built on a number one defense. All right, Legion of Boom, a great front seven, um, some a really solid O line. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Unger, um, Russell Okung, Pro Bowler, yep. two Pro Bowlers there. So he did have more help up front. That's obvious. And talking, speaking of Russ, but he also had, you know, Marshawn Lynch. All right, one of the best running back of the generation. And um, so you couple that, and you look at the receivers. They were no really big name receiver. I guess okay. Sidney Rice was there for a year, and then he did he did get hurt uh, a year or two later. And Percy got signed, but in in the trip to the Super Bowl, I don't think they were as big a factor. Meaning, you know, Doug Baldwin, uh, Jermaine Curse, yeah, Golden Tate, GT. Though they were, that's who we leaned on. Yeah, that whole you know year. Percy, I think, played one game and then one playoff game in the Super Bowl. So I mean, it's um, really getting back to that formula is is probably where maybe. Some of the frustration lies um, on Russ's or Russ's camp, right? Because well, I haven't heard Russ say anything. I haven't heard Russ say anything disparaging. I've heard his camp say some disparaging. His people but I taking think, care of it. I his think camp. that's what Seahawks fans don't like, though, is this this thing where it's coming from his people and his camp and his. I, I think that's what's rubbing fans the wrong way. Is you know we feel like Russell is ours and we know him and and he's been here forever and and why can't we just have a open conversation about this and and really you know, hear from the man himself. I think it's starting to just frustrate the 12s. It is. How it's, it's being it. dealt with. It's confusing. Yeah. I'm confused. Let me get like, Cam- Oh, go ahead, Cam. Jump in. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, shouldn't, like, Russ just flip his phone around, take a video, and explain what's happening right now? Wouldn't yeah. that be, like, what Seahawks fans want? Yeah, and do it as Mr. In- Mr. Incredible, or what, what does he call himself? Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. Do it but as that his alter ego. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I, I totally agree. So yeah. I mean that, that would be great. Text him. Us- Text him, Lofa. Tell him. Come on. Yeah. So we found out what the real problem is. It was it was he heard the Seahawks podcast and all the shit talking Brett Davin was doing. <laughs> and that's why Russ wants out of Seattle. I'm sorry, what? Russ. I'm sorry. No. I love you, Russ. Don't. Don't do it. <laughs> Tell us you'll stay forever. Come on. Retire in that in that Hawks jersey. Let's go. Let's 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 be uh, let's get married for life. Come on, um, Cam. Let me get your thoughts on this though, because I've been asking Lofa for weeks about about this. Which is, um, is any of this a hangover from the Super Bowl that shall not be mentioned that had Russell Wilson in it? That horrible end with mm. uh, against Tom Brady and the Patriots. The aforementioned Tom Brady. Is any of this? just lingering depression over that because since then you know 
there's been sort of similar like flame out with like Richard Sherman and his relationship with the franchise. Uh, Golden Tate moved on. Um, Earl Thomas, notor- you know, flipping off the team as he's being carted off the field. Like it doesn't end well with these big superstar players for Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. And I don't know why. What, what say you about all this? Boy, you really know how to hold a grudge if you're still clinging on to that from the 2014 season. You know what I mean? Like, God, I hope that's not a fact. I don't know. I, really I mean, hope. I guess that's why I'm just asking the question. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And look, that was a jarring moment for Seahawks fans and just a surprising moment for Patriots fans. I'm from New England and I defected from being a Patriots fan. I'm a Ravens fan, so I'm somewhat of a contrarian, but I have a ton of New England fan friends, obviously. And I know all about that play. You got to wonder if it's part of the ingredient list in terms of why Russ is a little mad right now. I'm sure it's on it, right? But is that the driving force right now? I don't know. Yeah. Like I said earlier, yeah. I guess. Why yeah. Russ is mad? Well, that yeah, I don't know if Russ, I mean, he's the one who threw the pick, but I'm just saying. Yeah, that's why I'm getting confused. Look, now I'm really confused. My point, is, my point is this. The longer we get away from that play and that Super Bowl, it, it isn't becoming less in my mind. The more pissed off I become, the longer we go. Every Cam. time they show the clip of it during the Super Bowl, I freak out again. And I'm Cam, just saying, this is like, guy. no, Brett I can't get over it, and I don't know if they will ever get over it. He's still not over my Super Bowl loss. He my, has one. I'm not. My point is. Worst look, feelings. My point is, and Lofa, you brought it up, like, like Russ's legacy is my point. And so I know he's the one that threw the pick, but the longer it goes, the more that loss plays into his legacy. You've been to two but you only won one and mm. i'm just asking okay. does that you know like a like a like picking a scab does it just do you just keep picking at it and it won't heal up and and does that play in in any you know even though he's the one that threw the pick i think people know what i mean by now uh, oh no i no now i know what you mean because okay. because you finally said it before <laughs> you were just saying does it play a role and i was like you know how right i wasn't sure if russ was like thinking about that and yeah. like yeah gotcha yeah. now i right. gotcha <laughs> I look he clearly seems concerned with with his legacy he thinks that there's a lot more meat on the bone which there probably is for him he's obviously talented and he he want look he's the you know Lofa you know he's the most competitive person ever right they, they, you have to be when you play this position or, or make it as a pro athlete and you know he wants to win as many as Tom Brady and who could blame him and I think he's just trying to figure out how to go about that and right now it's kind of ugly yeah, Lofa, I would like to ask you, just just oppose the NFL today to when you were playing in terms of like players now becoming so outspoken about wanting to get out of their situation, right? Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, J.J. Watt, for example, a lot of others within the last couple of years. Did you run into that at all, like during your time with players being like, yo, I'm trying to get out of here. Like, I need my agent to get to work. No, it wasn't, um, you know, there wasn't that that many you know, problems in terms of like that you couldn't, it just didn't happen. I mean, did a couple people like T.O., you know, one of the greatest receivers, he he had the talent and the ability to request a trade. And he had people just, you know, knocking down the door to say, hey, we want you on our team because he was that good. Uh, but I think a lot of these guys, okay, like you're asking for this. Now, when it happens, if you get traded and you don't have immediate success and you're making 30 million, 35 million, careful what you wish for. Like, because that's not going to be acceptable somewhere else. That's all I'm saying. I, you know, Russ and this, everybody is going to be like thinking I'm crazy for what Russ does, like Bobby, what they do for the organization as leaders, 
and keeping, I mean, 10 years since they've been here, they're, they're underpaid at, at 35 and 18 million. And I've said that before um, because I know how much work goes into to, to winning and keeping a culture together like that. Mm. And it's incredible. So, uh, but when you ask for your way out, like, yo, I want to go somewhere else. Yeah. You better, you better bring a title there because everybody else can be like, yo, why do we just pay 40 million for this guy? I mean, you know, from another team instead of drafting somebody. Our current players, our modern players, our current players more concerned with their own legacies than they are with the team's legacies. Is that kind of what we're saying and asking? I think you can get it at the same time. Like as you win Super Bowls, obviously your legacy grows. So mm-hmm. maybe the logic is Russ has, he thinks he has a better chance to win a Super Bowl or multiple Super Bowls elsewhere. Like you mentioned earlier, Brett, mm-hmm. you know, being that final piece to the puzzle with the bears or whatever, maybe that's it. I mean, well, I don't know. It feels like LeBron in basketball has sort of set this precedent where it doesn't really matter who you win the championship with as long as you win the championship. And I'm wondering how much that's bleeding over into other sports. And is this sort of a generational modern thing that we're sort of witnessing the beginnings of? Because, you know, back in the day, it was like, well, Michael Jordan won a bunch, but he won them all with the same team. And that was seen as like this, you know, a good thing and whatever. But now it just seems like as long as you win one, you win one. Hell yeah. A title is a title, man. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I wanted. Um, and, uh, but it's, um, it's different, you know, basketball, that's, that's just totally different, man. You could take one player and he could, LeBron could go to any team and they're going to the playoffs. They're possibly going to the finals. Yeah. I mean, been there 11, whatever times. Won it four but but hasn't the perception changed though? You know, like that's what I'm asking. Like I know all you want is to you would love to have won a championship and and all of that kind of stuff. But would you have switched teams every year in search of it? You know, no, no. I mean, not every year. I mean, it's it, a lot it, of moving. <laughs> yeah, it's just, well, it's just different between. I mean, because basketball rosters they get shuffled that often. But yeah. football, if you're that guy, if you're a quarterback, you're not. You shouldn't be if you're any good. You shouldn't be getting, you know, moving around to several different teams. You should once a organization finds their guy, you're their guy. Um, and so, you know, that's that's really. But um, in this day and age, we are seeing players more outspoken because they are getting a a larger sum of the salary cap. That means they have power, and and you know, you got to use all the leverage. This is still business at the end of the day, and I think that's what I think the average fan, you know. Um, misconstrues yeah. or whatever that you know you're only as good as your last year yeah i don't care how many pro bowls you've been to you're only as good as your last year and right what have you done for me lately and i mean you have one bad year and this now we're getting into like okay they could cut you at any time when the guarantee is up yeah you have one bad year now i mean so it's also like when you have the juice you better use it and so that's what we're seeing there's well, guys that have the juice and they're trying to use it and russ and players of his stature not only have the power of the money they're being paid but they have the power of the following they bring with them the brand that they bring with them the celebrity that they bring with them also but but here's the thing though winning solves everything yeah so right like you wouldn't be having these conversations but all i mean look at tom brady i hate you know hate to bring him up you know, because I know how much it, it irks you, Brett. <laughs> no, no, I'm back on his side, man. Him chucking oh, the trophy he, around like that, beers, having yeah. all that fun. No, I. he looks like a good time. Oh, because he, he's got a human element to him now. Yeah. He's not a machine. That's right. But um, 
But I mean, you know, if they're worried about their personal brand, you need to win. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do because yeah. Tom Brady just had his seventh. And at this point, with with guys trying to, you know, not trying to jump ship or go to another team, um, but being more vocal about, oh, this is what I need to win a championship. Well, Tom, I don't know. He's 43 years old, probably taking a little less money because he's worried about his life. He's really worried about his legacy. And I'm wondering when we're going to see a quarterback. Okay, you want O-line? I'm going to give up some of my salary and you will get me the O-line with this or, you know, it's something like that. It's a lot easier I'm, said than done though, isn't it? It is, right? Hell yeah. They aren't. Like I said, I still think Russ is underpaid as crazy as everybody thinks that sounds. Well, let me ask I you do. guys then straight up. Where does Russell Wilson have the best chance to win his next Super Bowl? See, Remind me the four teams. I, do you guys remember? Uh, <laughs> uh, the Raiders, uh, Saints, Dallas and um, Chicago. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, New Orleans, hundred percent. I, I was going to go there, or Chicago, because Chicago has a defense. You in uh, Seattle? Seattle. I said I Seattle. Thought it was Seattle. No. That's the first words out of my mouth from Seattle. We went twelve and four. He's I heard still, Lofa sort of say Seattle. Right Cam did, Cam passed right over Seattle. <laughs> I'm saying if you in Vegas right now were laying down a bet, like where does Russell Wilson win his next Super Bowl if he wins one? With Seattle or with anyone else? Would you pick Seattle or would you pick the field? I'm going Seattle. I think. Yeah. I mean it's it's hard to go to another team. It's hard to win a title, period. But now you're gonna go to another team, learn a whole new playbook, and I know, okay, yeah. Fucking Tom did it. Well, there's not a lot that Tom hasn't done, but what, uh, it's just, it's tough to, because, you know, you don't know how you're going to fit in. Yeah. I know you're a leader here, but going to another place, that's, you gotta, you gotta earn the respect of those guys now. And so I, I'm saying Seattle. Okay. Let me ask you both then on, on this, whatever date it is, what is it? March 4th or whatever, uh, 2021. Um, how many more seasons does Russell Wilson play with the Seahawks if he remains on the Seahawks after this offseason? Was he up for contract? Yeah, what's his contract? Yeah, well, yeah, that's we need to know the that's critical. how many more years does he have? I mean, he can be traded at any point. I don't, you know, he's stop saying I'll look that, it up. man. Stop saying that. <laughs> you're, you're putting it out into the universe. Look, you both like are sounding less and less confident the more we talk. Well, no, but I mean, me. if you're asking us to play GM, we need to know the particulars of the contract. I'm How just, many years does he have left? Dude, and- all right, after 2023, he's up. Okay, so he's got what? Two more years? Yeah, three years. 21, 22, 23. Yeah, he's got three more years. Um, I say three then. Three, and then what? The Hawks move on. No, he chooses someone else because he's a free agent, unrestricted. Hmm. It starts to get sticky if he doesn't get re-signed. You know, in the next. Like, if he stays, you know, and plays well, and then they don't start re-signing him, then, I mean, can you imagine well, if the contract runs no, out in that situation? No, yeah, you're going to extend him. You can't can't let him hit the free, the free agent market. You can't – someone will throw 50 – He might 50, not want to stay, though. That's, you know? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Million. He might be just turning down every offer you throw his way because he's done with this. Franchise tag it is. Take that. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> they can do uh-huh. that. <laughs> Please, no. Our cousins. <laughs> Please, no. 
All right, that's enough Damn. Russell Wilson talk. Let me talk about eBay. They've been around for a few weeks. We really do appreciate them sponsoring the show. Appreciate you guys for supporting them. That's why they're sponsoring our show. Uh, whether you're looking for rare dead stock sneakers or um, you know, you're just looking for some new sneakers, eBay is the place to go. They they go through a very strenuous authenticity process so that uh, eBay stamps each pair of sneakers with their eBay authenticity guarantee. That's how you know you're getting what you're actually paying for over there. Um, and, and, and also, they're eliminating selling fees on sneakers that are over $100. So if you're looking to sell some of your sneakers or you're looking to buy some sneakers, eBay is the place to go. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. So switching gears to Tiger Woods. Cam, you're the Tiger Woods expert. Uh, I saw you on CNN talking about Tiger Woods. Congratulations on that. Um, Obviously wish it was under better circumstances, but what's going on? What happened? What's the latest? Yeah, guys, uh, it was a difficult 24 hours. Not going to lie. I was like emotionally affected, couldn't concentrate the rest of the day when I saw the news. It was just like, you think of, Kobe Bryant, right? Mm -hmm. A year later and Alex Smith and what he went through and just this freak accident. It was really difficult because we were left wondering for hours. Is he okay? Is he okay? Is he okay? And then you get like this whole phrase thrown out there. The media loved it. Jaws of life. They use the jaws of life to get him out of the car. And we soon realized that was not used. So separate conversation for another day. Journalism, folks. I'm from journalism school at Maryland. It's better to be accurate before being first. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, so but it's 2021, man. We need a headline, yeah. baby. Yeah. Oh my god. Ugh. So we need clicks. We need clicks. Yeah. It's all about it's a clickbait sort of uh, universe, no doubt. So you know, eventually learning that he was going to be okay, I was able to breathe a sigh of relief because number one, I wanted the guy to be with us still, be able to like be with his kids and his girlfriend, right? I mean, of that was course. priority one. Yeah. Uh, and then you know we started to realize what was going on with the leg and what happened in terms of surgeries. He's got hardware in him now. And obviously it's going to be an uphill climb from there, but you just got to feel for the guy because he's gone through multiple back surgeries, right? A whole lot of humbling experiences. Let's be real. 2009 Thanksgiving, right? The whole scandal. And then of course the DUI back in 2017 as well, the mugshot couple of humbling experiences and now you have this freak accident and it's like the guy was just trying to get back to golf because yeah. he just had back surgery in December. Yeah, yeah. and, and playing he, well he did he yeah. came back won the masters uh, right never for, i mean how nike hasn't done a commercial of everybody just where were you when when, when tiger woods you know came back and won the fucking masters because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. i man i'll never forget it's amazing man and so he was back towards that trajectory, right? To like, okay, can he catch Jack with uh, the majors and yeah. all that? And so, well, yeah, man. What I, happened though? I mean, I still am kind of was, unclear on it. Like, I mean, a, a car accident, but do we even have any further information as to how that car ended up where it ended up? And it was early in the morning. I, yeah. I, so what Tiger Woods does with golf TV and discovery is he does like playing lessons and video content. So the day before he was with David Spade, by the way, funniest man on the planet and <laughs> Dwayne out. Wade uh, doing other things with uh, discovery. So the next morning he reportedly was late for a video situation with Drew Brees and Justin Herbert that according to Fox news, I'm not validating that report, but that is the report out there. 
So he was running late to that, you know, obviously speeding through whatever roads he was going through. And then he hit that really difficult road right in that area. It was like a downhill, had a lot of sweeping accidents. curve kind of a right. situation. Yeah. Right. And we're talking about a guy, by the way, who just hosted a PGA Tour event, which was the Genesis Invitational. All right. So he has that kind of weighing on him. He's got kids. He's got a girlfriend. He's got a course design business. You got to wonder, guys, if he just fell asleep at the wheel, like Mm. as simple as that. Falls asleep, goes across the median, finally wakes up, slams, and it's too late. Uh, That's why there weren't any skid marks. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Like immediately I was thinking, oh boy, maybe like a texting thing, dropped your phone. We've all dropped right. our phone down between the seat and the uh sure. the uh whatever, the the column there, you're the what am I trying to say? You know what I mean? The center console, right? Center console? Yeah, and you know, it, like it's just it could happen to any of us, just like being distracted mm-hmm. for a moment or being overtired like Cam said. So, it's definitely a wake-up call you know, a little bit for all of us, pay attention, everybody, you know, it can wait those kinds of things. But so we, we really don't know what happened yet. Really. Right. Because there's so, yeah. So here's the latest. Uh, there was a warrant issued for the black box of that Genesis car. And if there is a warrant issued by law, like the fourth amendment says there has to be probable cause for a crime. So I guess that crime would probably be reckless driving, which is a misdemeanor. And that really is it because he wasn't impaired. We know right. that he wasn't okay. drunk. Uh-huh. You know, it was at 7 a.m. Uh, and he had work to do. So it's interesting that they had to go with that sort of angle. Like they had to find some reason. And I guess reckless driving mm-hmm. would be one of those reasons to actually grab that black box. And once we have that and we digest the information, we can know what exactly he was doing. Um, when he was breaking, if it was right at the end, that certainly supports the theory that he fell asleep at the wheel. Sure. Uh, and so more information is going to come out as we go forward, but, uh, I don't expect any sort of crime by the way, to actually come out of this. I mean, it was just a freak accident, but when do you think we'll hear from him himself? Well, we have in terms of a tweet. Uh, so there was a nice tribute last weekend on the PGA Tour. A lot of players, as you guys probably saw, were wearing yeah. red to support That's Tiger cool. Woods. Yeah, so he tweeted uh, saying thank you. Typically, you can tell when it's him tweeting and his people tweeting. Like when it's his people, it's like signed TGR and like has a picture or something. But Tiger uh, personally tweeted last weekend. I would love for him to go on video and just tell everybody that he's okay. He appreciates all of us thinking about him and what have you. Not really his style though. He's not a big social media guy in general. Mm -hmm. So all the stuff we saw about Spade and Dwayne Wade, that was all from their accounts, not from Tigers. Yeah. So um, I don't think we'll really hear much from him at least in the near future. He's just focused on getting better. That's what's what's always uh, frustrated people like me somewhat about him sometimes is he does play everything so close to the vest and, you know, it's understandable as to why. Um, But uh, anyway, so that's also what I was thinking that day is like this happened. Okay. You know, thank goodness he's okay, but I don't know if we'll ever really know exactly what happened or, or everything. Who knows? Um, What's what's his prognosis? Oh, sorry, Lofa jump in. Oh, Now, you know, not to make light of a serious situation because my heart sank when, you know, just like when Kobe, I'll never forget where I was when I got that news. And it's just so I saw the car, too, and I was like, damn. And um, so I was just hoping, forget golf, that he was okay. Right, right. But it is worth mentioning quarterbacks, late to meet quarterbacks. They're at the center. 
of this drama too. <laughs> and it's like, guys, Tiger, it's okay blaming if the you're late, you're Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blame it's the quarterbacks. Okay. Blame the quarterbacks. Also, at a certain point, I mean, let's just, once you, I mean, you got Tiger Woods money, man. Like, just get a driver. Can you get a driver everywhere you go? Yeah. Please. He doesn't like it. He doesn't yeah, like it. I know. I get it. I, I understand. It's We all love that sense of freedom, and who doesn't like to drive? But, you know. <sighs> anyway, um, I was asking the prognosis, though. Do we have any reports on his injuries or recoveries? Or I mean, it's probably too early to even start talking about that, but what do you got? Yeah, so, I mean, the soft tissue injury is probably the worst part of it, according to what I've been told. It's going to prolong the recovery process and also having the hardware in him as well to stabilize everything. It's going to be an uphill climb, obviously not 2021 for a return to golf, 2022, very much up in the air. Return to golf in general is very much up in the air. We certainly want him uh, to come back. And there are reports out there that he doesn't want to go out this way. I mean, think about it, Lofa, as a pro athlete, you go out like this, like, hell no, you want to come back and at least play a couple more tournaments, play a couple more games, right? So I think that's his mentality. He's going to try. He's still only 45 years old, so he can take as long as he needs is he going to catch Jack at this point? Who knows? Probably not. But, you know, just for him to get back on a golf course would be tremendous. So, you know, 12 yeah. months sort of timeline, maybe a little bit more. Uh, we just want him to go through the proper rehab process. And we haven't even talked about the fact that we know nothing about his back. How did his back right. respond to right. this accident, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So was it one leg or because I, I heard compound fracture to both like the, the, the stories were wild. Yeah, it was one leg. Yeah, okay. so just one. So, um, again, we'll see. And there you go. Yeah, we hear so many different, like, reports in the early going. And it's so interesting. Like, how do we get such varying reports? Like, especially who are in these a, sources? Well, especially yeah. in a time where there's so much information, you know, I – Thought with Twitter and all these yeah. things that that we, we that we live with now, and that when they were all coming out, it was like, no, this everyone will will absolutely know what's going on because there's going to be so many sources. But it's more confusing than ever, isn't it? I get right. I get my news from Instagram, so I, I shouldn't be surprised. I get home. my news from your Instagram <laughs> stories. <laughs> news reporter Lofa, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, we're never cur- never right, always first. Woo. <laughs> All for the clicks. All for the clicks. You're welcome. Those are are terrible uh, taglines for any news organizations. Yes, awful. Absolutely awful. (laughs) You are not speaking to a journalism class anytime soon, Lofa. I'm sorry. Let's. uh, let's, Hey, first exclamation point. Let's zone in on. uh, Let's zone in on Cam's show, shall we? We zone in on the Seahawks podcast because that's Lofa's company. Zone in CBD. Zoneincbd.com is where you go if you want to subscribe. They can subscribe, right, Lofa? You can. Yeah, you just it shows up in the mail. You sign up once, and the next thing you know, yeah, you one second. Go ahead. I'm going to be right back. I totally forgot. Cam, this oh, we have product. This is the best part about this is you just you sign up once you 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 know it's just like signing up for Netflix or Hulu or anything else that has a subscription and then the next thing you know the package shows up however often you want it to and there's your CBD from Zone In CBD. If you want to pick it up in person, you can do that at any Bartell drugstore up there in the PNW. Zone In CBD, everybody. There he is. He's sitting back down. What did you get for us? What did you go grab? I should play some theme music. Bam. Oh, oh there's the new product. The new nice. pre-workout. It's it's like a hybrid between a pre-workout energy mix. It's Zone In Energy Plus. 
Very excited about this bad boy. Um, man, it, yeah, bringing a new product to what, market. What do you do tough. with it, though? What, how, does it, how is it applied? So you, uh, you put it in water, 12 okay. ounces, stir it up. Or if you're an absolute savage like your boy here, you just eat it like a pixie stick. <laughs> just crack it open. And just, Absolutely. So it's, it's powder then. It's like a powder? Uh, it, it is. It's a powder. All right. Yeah. Nice. Packed with vitamin C. It's, it's got all the good stuff, man. Um, small dose of beta alanine. You know, the, the that's the one where everyone gets revved up from pre-workout. This has like a third of what you have. So you're not going to have the jitters or, you oh, know. Oh, you don't like, get the ants? Yeah, yeah, or you're just like itching, like your ears yeah. and your nose are tangling. You don't get that. Wild. No so jitters, no crash. Um, like I said, this is, I'm going to send you guys some. Nice. So, um, when is know. it available for everybody or is it already? No, we, we're just, we're putting it on either today or tomorrow okay. to um, work the kinks out, adding a new product or a new SKU to our fulfillment center. So um, work out the bugs over the weekend and then, you know, do a big launch and I'll put it on like my social media and stuff uh, next week. Well, let's zone awesome. in then, uh, Cam, with you and your show. I mean, tell everybody where to find it, all the social media handles and then, you know, what's going on lately and what's going on going forward. Yeah, absolutely. You can find me at Mr. Rogers 99 on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 98 on the gram. I'm one point better on Twitter. So that's why I'm 99. <laughs> you can follow the uh, Tiger Woods podcast wherever you get podcasts. Just search Tiger Woods. And then I am on Sirius XM radio and sports grid TV every week at 1140 a.m. Eastern time on Wednesdays, giving my PJ tour picks. So if you're a big PJ tour better out there, certainly tune into that. And don't forget to do that on betonline.ag though. There you go. Yeah. That's a wrap for us, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Seahawks podcast. I'm Brett. He's Lofa. If you guys got questions, comments, or, or anything in between, you can send us an email, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Lofa, break us all down. How about Cam break us down? It's got to be something about Tiger Woods, right? You want Tiger? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Three, two, one. Tiger. Tiger. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.